This is The Word Effect with Becky Jane Kemp. In this podcast, you'll receive permission to ditch willpower and discover how to put on word power. I have found a love for the power of words and can't wait to share it with you. As a confidence and mindset coach, I know you don't have to do or be anything more than you are right now to create the life you've always wanted. What words do you need today? Let's put them on. Hi, everyone. It is episode 16, Look for the Good. And this is Becky Jane Kemp, and I'm excited to be here with you. It has been the most amazing journey to start a podcast and get it out. I often have thoughts and ideas come to me throughout the week that I'll jot down on on my phone, on the notebook page of different things to share with you. And I hope that some of the things that I share, you can put in your life and they might help you. I know that the power of words have helped me in so many ways. And often it comes from listening to others or putting on words through books or through podcasts or just talking with others and connecting. And I really believe there's power in words. And as I become more open to the power of words, I find that they find me. And I want to talk to you a little bit about the idea of putting on love. So last week, the episode was put on love, and I shared with you three power phrases that you could start to put on. I want to know if you've been working on that. Those power phrases were, I accept myself unconditionally right now. I do, I have, I am enough. And gratitude helps you fall in love with the life you already have. And all three of these phrases are words that I encourage you to put on because they're words that I put on as well. We can't always control our first thoughts. Our first thoughts oftentimes are negative. 80% of our thoughts are wired negative is what statistics tell us. But we do have control to decide what we want to think about our thoughts. When we put on thoughts over and over again, they become beliefs. And, you know, years ago, I believed that I put on enough negative thoughts over and over again that my focus was so inward and on me that it really had me stuck. And I, I didn't know it at the time because I was in it. And it wasn't until someone started to point it out and I became open to it. But it all came about with the power of words. And so today we're going to talk a little bit more about our beliefs and our thoughts and how to practice looking for the good. And I want to say practice it because it's something that we're always working on. With Becoming with Becky, I invite you to continue to work on becoming better. It's like my favorite quote from Maya Angela: do the best you can until you know better. And when you know better, do better. Looking for the good is just that way. I lived growing up with the Wasatch Mountains in Utah to the east of me. Beautiful mountains. Most of the time when I would get in a car to head somewhere, the direction I would go would be east to go to the stores. Now with all the growth, I could go west some, but when I was growing up, we always headed east. And when I would head that way, you would have this 
beautiful scenery of mountains. Utah is known for having some of the greatest snow on earth. It's known for the mountains. People travel from all over the country and world to come here to ski, to come here to partake of the breathtaking scenes in Utah. And they, a lot of them happen in the mountains. And, you know, there was a time in my life that I would get in the car and all the burdens and weight of the world were on me. I would just pick those on, pick those up and put those on every single day. And I wouldn't even notice the beauty in front of me. I would just be focused on where I was driving, focused on the next thing at hand. And I was losing the ability to focus on the good. Because, you know, with life, there's the 50-50. And I coach on this with... There's the 50-50 of entrepreneurship. There's the 50-50 in relationships. There's the 50-50 in everything, meaning that there's a lot of things that we love and like about it, but there's a lot of things we don't. So for example, me with building a business, going from becoming Threads, a positive t-shirt and apparel business, working with a business partner to now being on my own and doing a coaching and speaking business, there's a lot of things I love. I love connecting. I love coaching. I love uh, learning, discovering, helping others to to see how to put on love, put on words, different things like that. But there's a lot of things that I don't like too. Like it's tax season, reconciling my books, Um, getting organized for my social media content. There's things that I don't like, but there's things that I do. And if all I do is focus on the things that I don't like, guess what? That grows and grows and grows. And so I've had to learn how to focus and look for the good, but there is still going to be things that I don't like, and that's okay. We can't change the circumstances around us, but we can change how we want to feel. And that goes back to that idea of how do I want to feel? I want to put on love. And one of the first things to do is to start to learn to look for the good. And as you look for the good, act on it. I believe all good thoughts come from God. That's who I choose to believe in as my higher power. And so I've learned that when I have a good thought to just act on it, to not question it as much and to see what happens. To not be so holding on to the results of it, but to just do good and to focus on being good. Abraham Lincoln has said, most folks are as happy as they make up their minds to be. So are you happy? Did you know that your happiness, a lot of it is determined by what you've decided? Because he didn't say most folks are happy if this and this and this are happening. They're happy when they make up their mind that they want to be happy, that they want to look for the good, that they accept that there's going to be some things that are hard in life, but they can work on the good. I want to tell you just real quick, I've noticed this with the pandemic. So I love connecting and talking to others. And there was a day when the pandemic was maybe a month or two into it. And I found myself complaining, why is the pandemic happening now? This is not how it's supposed to be. And then this little voice came to me and said, Becky, if you 
can recognize this. It doesn't matter what's happening. You would be focused on the negative. You've got to focus on the good. Because whether the pandemic was happening or not, I tend to focus on the negative. And it's something I have to catch myself. I don't beat myself up about it anymore. I catch myself and I get to try putting on thoughts that allow me to move forward. Negativity begets negativity. And there's such a thing called negative bias. And when we focus on the negative, it tends to grow. And we can't always control what our first thoughts are, but we can control how we move forward. We can't always get rid of those thoughts, but we can decide how we want to redirect our mind. And that's what life coaching is all about, is we're future focused. We take where we are and we decide how we want to move forward and we learn to redirect our mind. Our mind is a very powerful tool and we want to learn how to make it work on our behalf. So I, a few years back, noticed that I would go out on walks and I enjoy walks, but I would go out and I would again, have those burdens on my shoulders. And I would just be looking down at the cement. I wasn't even looking up. I wasn't looking out. And I would be thinking about this problem or that problem or how to fix this or what am I going to do about that? And it was like the more steps I took, the heavier the steps became, right? Can you understand that? You've been there before? I mean, it's like, I, I just like, I just took all my problems and just put them in a backpack on my back shoulder and just like, here I come, I'm going to go on a walk. And again, I was reminded, start to look for the good, put your shoulders back, look up, look out. And as I did, I started to see the world differently. Not only do I notice the beautiful mountains, but I notice in the springtime, the blossoms coming out. I notice a little child out playing. I notice the blue skies. I start to notice these little things. And you've heard me say this before, but little things lead to big things. This is one of my absolute favorite quotes, and that's just the beginning of it. And it's by Richard G. Scott, but I love that concept. Little things lead to big things. It's those little things that seem like they're not even going to matter. But as I started to consciously think, okay, when I go out on my walk, I'm going to shift my perspective just a little bit. I'm going to put my shoulders back and I'm going to look up and out. Now, it didn't change my problems. I maybe still thought about some of those problems, but I tried to shift my perspective upward and outward. And boy, did it make a difference. A few years ago, I walked into a public bathroom. I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but a lot of times bathrooms get graffiti. They get negative words put on them, inappropriate words even, right? People leave all sorts of things. Well, this time I walked into a bathroom and there was a little post-it note that someone had put in the bathroom. And I even took a picture of it because it was so memorable to me. And the note said this, there are lots of reasons to smile. Have a good day and don't forget to smile. You are beautiful. And as I sat there and read those words, they helped me look for the good. 
They helped me look up and out and think, there are lots of reasons to smile. I am going to try to have a good day. And the simple reminder to not forget to smile. And you are beautiful. Have you ever said that to yourself? Looked you in the mirror and I said, I am enough. I'm beautiful. I'm worthy just the way I am. You know, we want to practice that. We want to focus on the good. When we put on thoughts that are negative and don't serve us, they just grow and grow and grow. I uh, want to go on a hot air balloon ride. I never have. And right before the pandemic, I was talking to a good friend and we had decided um, that when it got a little bit warmer that spring, summer, we wanted to go on a hot air balloon ride. I hope it still happens. We haven't done it yet. But the reason I want to go on one, one, I think it would just be cool. But two, it helps you change your perspective. You can see things differently, right? When you're on the ground, you can only see what's right in front of you. But when you get up a little higher, you have a different point of view. That to me is what looking for the good is. That to me is when you have a good thought to put that thought on and to help and serve and look for ways to help others. I like the concept of changing my perspective because that is a power that I have within me that I can do, that I don't have to wait for somebody to to change for me to change. So I've talked a lot about thoughts and thoughts are things that we put on subconsciously oftentimes, but when we've put a thought on over and over and over again, it becomes a belief. And I coach on this and like to speak on this because the first step to any change is just becoming even aware, just even becoming aware to the power of words. As you become aware, you'll start seeing it and you'll start wanting to put on thoughts that help you. And you get to become a watcher of your own thoughts. You get to start to go, oh my goodness, when I'm feeling anxiety, I am thinking these thoughts. I was getting coached earlier today um, and my coach was helping me decide that it was time to upgrade some of my beliefs. You know, we upgrade our clothing, we upgrade our homes, we upgrade our cars. After a while, it's time to move on and get a new this or that or to change, right? We can actually upgrade the beliefs that we have and our thoughts, meaning the thoughts that we have up until this point have served us fine, but it's time to do something better. Remember, do the best you can until you know better. And when you know better, do better. I'm having a lot of thoughts with my business and it's making me feel burdened. And when I feel burdened, I take actions and show up differently and I'm not creating the results that I want. And when we kind of started exploring it, it was because of thoughts that I was putting on. It was some thoughts and beliefs that I've had since I was a little girl of how I thought things should be. And, you know, anytime we think things should be that way, we can, that can tend to be a negative connotation. And what we get to do is we get to pull ourselves back and go, huh, I'm going to try on maybe some different thoughts. But to do that, we need to start by recognizing it. 
So it's fun to kind of play around with our thoughts. And that's where I love the approach of looking for the good. It's like, I'm going to show up today and look for the good. I've had the experience, you guys, to find the power of words in my life just through my everyday living. And God impressed upon me several years ago to start changing my words. And I've taken one step after another, and I have found myself here recording this podcast, coaching, speaking, and offering what I've learned. I never knew this was going to be my journey, but I love it. And it's been fun to learn to explore and to see things. One thing I've noticed, though, is I didn't have a lot of research to back this stuff up. And thank goodness, I'm not really into the research. I am more of a believer. And I hear something and I'm like, I'm going to give it a try. And that's kind of how I'm wired. I feel like I've been given a gift of curiosity to give things a try. But other people come from a place of research and they have to have proven things, which is fine. Neither one's right or wrong. But I want to tell you about, um, I spoke about this last week just a little bit, but I want to tell you a little bit more about the reticular activating system. And it is a term that in our brains, at the bottom of our brain, there is... um, I'm going to name it the RAS, short for Reticular Activating System. And there is this fun little YouTube clip, and I'm going to post it in the notes, and hopefully you can um, check it out. But I'm going to tell you a little bit what the clip shows and talks about, because it takes the science of the reticular, Reticular Activating System, and it makes it simple. And sometimes I just need things simple. My brain wants to complicate it. So it says your reticular reticular activating system or your RAS acts as a filter against the data that is around us. Sounds, tastes, colors, images, pictures. There can be up to 2 million bits of data at any time. Your brain can only process so much at a time. So your RAS filter only lets things through that it thinks is important. So you can ask yourself, how does it know what's important by what you focus most on? Did you catch that? Our brain determines what's important by what we focus most on. Our brain's like a processor, you guys. It's processing things. It's shifting and moving things to the sides like this is important, this isn't important, different things, right? So it goes on to say, so how does it know what is important? by what you focus on the most. And it gives a few examples. Have you noticed that people who say, I'm not very confident, they end up not being very confident. And then the people who say, I can't lose weight, they never lose weight. And people who say, I'm always late, they tend to always be late, right? They're, they're manifesting that, they're creating that because they're, they're, they're telling themselves that and We want to be careful with what we focus on. When we say, I'm really bad at this, there are not enough hours in the day, I always mess it up, and I've never had enough money, our RAS, or reticular activating system, will go out there and try to prove this true to us, right? So our brain hears us saying these thoughts, and it's like, okay, I'm going to try to show you. I'm going to find evidence to show you that what you're thinking is right. So our brain picks up on that. 
The more proof you see, the stronger your belief comes. Remember I told you a thought becomes a belief after we've put it on over and over and over again, and we don't question them anymore. We just put them on like our favorite pair of shoes. And we don't think, you know, maybe I'm going to try on a different pair of shoes this time. Self-talk goes to proof and then to a belief, and it goes around and around, it says. And this is back to this clip that I told you about. So it tells us, so set your RAS to look for the positives. Things like, I am great at this. I am always on time. I am confident. I am good with money. Now, you might not believe these thoughts in the beginning, and that's what we do in coaching, is we teach you how to do bridge thoughts, and we teach you how to take thoughts and question them and then decide what thoughts you can start believing, and then you can start to upgrade your beliefs. Remember, I told you, my coach said, it sounds like it's time to upgrade your beliefs. She didn't just tell me, start thinking these thoughts, and there you go, and you're never going to think those other ones. She's just having me right now start being aware to the thoughts I'm having when I feel the feeling of burden. And then as I do that, I can start to progress and start to question those thoughts and decide if I want to put on other thoughts. So I encourage you, look for the good. If you have a good thought, act on it. Put your shoulders back. Look up and look out. George Lucas, a famous film writer, right, for Star Wars, says, your focus determines your reality. So I'm going to ask you, where are you focused? Focus on good things. Start practicing it. The more you do it, the easier it will become. It's like anything. It's going to feel hard in the beginning because it's change. But anything of value takes work. It takes consistency. It takes a little bit of effort. Keep putting on those words. I hope that you're practicing these things. I hope that you're hearing these little phrases that help you keep moving forward. We're in this together, you guys. We really are all in this together. And as we focus on the good, we can try putting on new thoughts and realize that our thoughts are not the problem. We might have to play hot potato with them. We might have to go, oh wait, that thought doesn't serve me because it makes me feel this way. That's okay. That's why I'm here to help you move forward just as I am. Thanks so much, you guys, for listening. I so appreciate it. This is a journey of a lifetime. I appreciate those that have left reviews. If you have a minute, please leave a review if you're on Apple Podcast. Continue to share this with your friends and family. If you know of someone that's saying, I'm stuck and I can't and I'm not able, invite them to the word effect. Invite them to discover the power that they can have within them right now to change their story. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to The Word Effect with Becky Jane Kemp. Please subscribe to the show, share with your friends, and leave a positive rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We spend a lot of time deciding what to put on physically. The Word Effect podcast is here to remind us how to take the time to put on those words that matter for our insights. Are you ready for more word power? Go to becomingwithbecky.com and sign up for my Words Matter Weekly and receive a free digital word print. You could also sign up for a free 30-minute coaching call to explore what you are ready to begin 
and who you want to become. It is your time to create the life you have always desired. Join me as we ditch willpower and discover how to put on word power. What words will you put on today?